Let, let's move on now, guys. The next question coming in from Shubham Nayak. Shlok, this one's for you. Will next season be the longer one? I think we have already answered this question, Shubham. Uh, we go on to the next one coming from another interesting Twitter handle. It reads Dr. Gloom. Akash, coming to you, this is an I-League question. What do you think of a Neroka FC and their relegation this time around? Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad for... Uh, I'm, sad, I'm feeling sad for Neroka because you never know whether teams are going to sort of come back or just disband, shut, shut shop. Thankfully, I think I think the community... Because these are community clubs. So, so they, they, they do survive one way or the other, which is what football is all about. You know, anywhere, anywhere. If you even see in Europe, right? Uh, once, once a club is in danger, right, uh, of of say going into bankruptcy or going into somewhere, uh, sort of running out of running out of finances, and usually there there is a usually some somewhere or the other thing, things people people do manage to rescue the clubs, right? I'm not saying Neroka is in that situation, but the situation is generally really bad, and if you're not playing in the I League, sometimes sometimes it's just you never know when to come back. I-League second division isn't an easy one to qualify from. In any case, uh, next season, there's going to be a new club, Srinidhi, from uh, down south. So, in any case, it, it's it's like it's there, there's only probably going to be one more, I mean, one one entry from the I-League second division. It's not even like like the English championship where there are six teams yes. in the, after the league stage, there are six teams on the radar first to automatically qualify for the top league. And then rest four battle from a playoff spot. High League seven, second division is actually a very ruthless. Uh, <laughs> and even FC Bengaluru United right now, from a, who won BDFA, have really real ambitions of reaching High League. So it's 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 a tough league to reach from High League second division. And uh, I do have fears. I think they'll they'll survive. Uh, I think um, uh, which is which will also be answered in another couple of sort of questions, which which I think uh, will be asked later. But uh, these teams do have hope eventually of reaching ISL and doing well there. And uh, in general, they, that might just keep them afloat. That ambition to reach reach a top league where you can be viewed and you can be telecasted. Right now, right now, it really does not feel like a... I mean, a lot of, lot of the... It's just philanthropy, really. It's, it's not even a business right now, running, running clubs in the I-League or anywhere outside ISL. It's, it's purely passion of the owners and they want to sort of burn their money and they want to keep things afloat. But it's, it's totally their call. I mean, I, I know Izol had, had fears of uh, holding. That's why sort of I, I enjoy every single game of Izol because you never know when they, they're going to be wiped off the face of the earth. So, hey, these are the realities. But I think Neroka might just be all right. I think these clubs will survive just because... They have a very strong connect, local connect and uh, history and, you know, they came up through the ranks and they'll survive. They'll go turtle in, but they will survive. It's just like the Goan clubs who decided to stop their first team, I-League, you know, uh, I-League teams and things like that. They, they will just go back. And this is why I really, I mean, in a strange way, right? And uh, not as crazy as uh, Akar Sidhar. I'm really enjoying Trau's uh, sudden you know, this uh, push to the title because they are a club. I saw them play in the second division a few years ago. Falguni was still there at that time. And uh, to see him being a captain of the team now uh, trying to go for the title is very heartwarming because they came up 
the right way and they took a long time to come up i had conversations with uh, fulam methi also who at one point was thinking of shutting down the you know not really investing in the team anymore and becoming like sort of a feeder team by playing in their state league and giving players to the i league and the isl because it didn't make any sense for him to keep paying this kind of money but they persevered and uh, i'm backing and i hope they do it man it will be a great story for them to finally win the stories is what i league is known for sandeep since you mentioned uh, govan teams the next question is somewhat related to that and let me bring that to you when can we see the likes of shilang lajong dempo sporting sports club and sporting club de goa back in the national circuit so dempo has idea plans to get back um, whether they do it coming through second division or they're trying to buy their way i don't think they will do that they'll probably try to come through the goa, goa pro league and things lajong again difficult to say if they are interested also because again when you talk to these owners and even uh, some of the current i league owners they don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel at the moment because there is a carrot that af is sort of dangling saying you know in 3 years time or 2 years time you will get promoted based on sporting merit and to this day despite uh, over a year i think now since or is it over a year i mean whatever however long it's been since uh, afc has said you know this is the blueprint or roadmap or whatever that you need to follow there is no written document you know saying that this is how it's going to be and none of the clubs have been intimated in writing and unless it's in writing aiff is prone to certain things we call lying so uh, they don't really the current i league teams also like if you look at chennai city only right they last two years ago they were you know right up there they were champions and they were doing well suddenly they are nowhere in question they sort of there because they have other plans in the background to help tamil nadu football in the bigger picture so they need to be there they didn't really invest a lot of money this year and look at neroka who got relegated 3 years ago they finished another so the it's just these clubs are there they are running because some is passion some of it is Uh, because they want to keep it running whatever it may be un- until aiff actually writes down and says you can join uh, you know the top league and you will not be given uh, you know stepmotherly treatment over there i don't know why any team would want to put extra money to come into the system because it doesn't make any sense in that and i don't think these promoted clubs if and when they are promoted are uh, eligible for the central pool revenue if i'm not mistaken so they will have to make sure a lot more it's, isl is a lot more logistically expensive also so it's not an easy jump either for an i league team to budget up to an isl there's a lot of complications over there as well so it's difficult to say lajong and all is not a very uh, you know very rich club in that sense unless they get some investor like fcbu has plans gaurav manchanda is investing a lot of money in Uh, whether they get out of second division we don't they do get out they potentially can go to the isl uh, if there is a promotion in another 2 3 years time but they would have done it in a sustainable manner so you will have to have a long term vision and planning and certain things in place to be sustainable so i, I don't know i don't honestly don't see lajong or lajong yeah definitely not lajong but La- dempo is for sure uh, trying to come back well 
Akash, everything that Sandeep said, what do you make of the state leaks? Because that's the next question. Do you see the conditions in the state leaks improving going ahead? Yeah, there is only one way up. It can only improve. <laughs> I don't think it can get any worse. But, We're right there now. But yeah, state leagues have to improve. I think uh, well, the, the ISL's popularity and, uh, and generally, generally, I know, I know in general, I'm very anti-ISL in terms of the way they've maneuvered things and everything. But eventually, that that that. Uh, people people start following their clubs and then eventually people that 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 um, sort of interest trickles down to the local leagues as well when you see when you know like a like a, it would be a kerala premier league or a goa premier league fc goa fans will start watching and eventually they'll also start watching other clubs and it it does happen and uh, it will happen uh, but only, right now it will only happen in the in the in the in the already in in the in the states which which already have a decent league you know what I mean? Something from scratch is always going to be difficult. I don't know what that Uttarakhand, Uttarakhand League had, had done. But your Manipur League and Mizoram, Mizoram Premier League and Manipur State League and uh, Calcutta Football League has such 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 intensity. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if it was telecasted, then people will sort of start consuming that as well. But the problem is, there's, all, there's, there's a lot of it has to be local. It has to generate local interest. There's a lot of football going on in the world. I mean, you can't even. Where is the? I know if the, if the Indian Women's League tomorrow comes on television, I don't have. I don't have mental space to follow it. You know what I mean? It's there's so much going on. So it has to be. It has to be again driven through local context that you have the that you feel like you have a stake in these clubs from a from a heart point of view. Like I'm not going to really watch the Kerala Premier League, right? But people in Kerala should. Or I'm not going to really watch the Mizo Premier League, but people in Mizoram will. It has Lakar to. Really was the Delhi League? I don't even know what the Delhi League is. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really associated with where I'm not really attached to Delhi football, but uh, there, there is there seems to be something in the Delhi leagues uh, and some sort of internships etc. I've also come out. I love the within <laughs> the sports industry. It's absolute labor exploitation. Uh, <laughs> Across industries, but in, in in Indian in Indian football, it's 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 obviously in sports industry, it's at an extreme level. Like like it doesn't even matter that it's not you're not going to go a level up. you've done it in one league, one one year, and that's it. It's not like you have a plethora of opportunities to build on that experience and do something. But anyway, but huh, there there are some leagues or the, some of the other leagues. It's very difficult. But again, the focus shouldn't be let's let's get all twenty seven. How many states does India have? I've forgotten. But whatever thirty state, thirty leagues running. Let's let's focus on let's focus on certain leagues, right? Let's focus on the leagues which which are running right now, which which have such good viewership and such such good fan following. We can we can build on that and let and then and later on let's let's sort of take that to different corners of India. But ha, localization has to be done. That state leagues will be the next step. And I think that if you if you look at the if you look at the crave of football in the offline season. Where I'm saying the ISL is over, where where there's no football, there's so much crave right now. Only Marcus, the journalist, is filling up that space. There should be more football filling up that space, and I think the the state leagues can fill up that space as well. So there is ample opportunity. The Calcutta Football League, the timing of the Calcutta Football League, for example, is fantastic in terms of uh, taking up viewership. Maybe the Mizo Premier League isn't. It it happens across October to December and January. But but there are certain leagues which have great timing, and you can you can sort of capitalize on them. Well, Shlok, uh, you're someone who's uh, followed the Bombay MDFA league. 
how do you see that league in this context right yeah so i just want to say there's two ways that i'm perceiving state leagues as of now so you have your goa uh, gpl and then you have kpl uh, both of whom are entering really good broadcasting deals right so certainly over there there seems to be more of an emphasis on trying to get more people to watch the league as such the thing about mdfa is uh, again it's it has to improve from the bottom as well because in mumbai we probably only have what three decent football grounds that can be played on mm-hmm. and unless that changes it's it's like okay fine even if you get broadcasting done realistically how much is improving you know because your players are still playing on a shitty pitch and your timings aren't that great because there's fixture cramping and what not so these are the small things that have to change in cases like gpl kpl i think they've already got a plethora of grounds they can use they have pretty good resources that way and so the quality of player increases your your overall pool increases so that's where it has to start from so i think you know mdfa again right now i i don't have the capacity to travel to church gate at 2 pm and watch an mdfa game and that's only going to come up if the fixtures are scheduled better and then eventually broadcast comes in so i think that's where more of the focus should be again um i think media is also playing a big role in these state leagues like you know when jan law went to himachal pradesh with that whole techro uh, swadesh united reveal and what not but then you have to question the sustainability and like the reality of things because what what is the ground quality like over there what are the players like who are playing over there as akar said you start a league but then are you going to sustain it or is it just like a 2 3 month pr move so these are the things that i think have to be taken into account all right sandeep what about you you been uh, following the bdf league for say 7 to 8 years now yeah the last 2 uh, years this year this season which just ended right now and uh, the one the prior to this were excellent like the quality was improving in, at least in the top uh, four or five teams so very close this year it went down to the wire with four teams uh, and interestingly one of them was mg which is a you know a, a public sector wala team which which doesn't really it's sort of begs the question right but some of the public sector teams are absolute shit like the income tax they got smashed by everyone they have zero points they got relegated so uh, everyone beat them so there are teams that are very bad but then there are the mgs and the ascs and things like that who have who have a good team mm-hmm. and uh, once upon a time hl used to be the big team hl and mg were the big rivals iti also right. hl played in the uh, i league as well mm-hmm. so now i don't think that's an option for any of these teams right? just playing the local divisions because they sort of used to it we seen hl uh, stop functioning but now they're coming back i think they're in the b division right now so um, there is always decent competition it's improving my one thing was last year they had a live telecast or stream on facebook which this year they did not which is something i didn't understand why because uh, there was no covid restrictions as such because whenever i went there was like people everywhere and like i was the only one wearing a mask me and the other journalists who came to cover were the only people wearing mask the rest of them were like oblivious to whatever and then interestingly the K- ksfa uh, which is the karnataka state football association women's league is also very good so mm-hmm. tomorrow is the final game tomorrow mane thursday march 18th is the final two games with the four teams playing once again uh, five, all four of them with an opportunity to, to win the title and uh, the winner will obviously go on to represent uh, karnataka in iwl 
and there are uh, team like visaka and all who are hoping that another they iwl gives one more slot like they did last year to karnataka when uh, they had kickstart and uh, bufc right they are hoping for one more this year so they can play they have six to seven players from uh, is it manipur or mizoram i think mizoram six to seven players who have they bought from mizoram uh, who are doing very well so uh, they are going out and exploring and this is a market that is not really explored in from a women's football perspective in especially down south generally they used to go to uh, maybe goa maximum mumbai mostly tamil nadu kerala so uh, this year this team has done that and they've done quite a good job so women's football is also improving i last is iwl was very quite entertaining some really absolute dud teams are also there but teams like ripsa and uh, manipur police didn't play but uh, they are a good team the gokulam setu fc is a good team so there is handful of teams and handful of leagues who are doing decent things but more has to be done uh, but yeah i mean from my experience uh, bdfa super division and all has improved uh, quite a bit in the last 3 4 years especially in the last 2 years all right well quite a lot needs to be done there's a thing about indian football right guys we are improving but quite a lot needs to be done Well, moving on. The next question comes uh, from Mani, who is asking chances of next season starting any earlier than the October window. I think Mani, we have already answered this with Super Cup coming in. We might see an early start to the season, but uh, let's wait for the officials to announce it. The next one, uh, Shlok, bringing it to you. The question from Football Baba: Why did this season of the ISL feel a bit better than the rest of the seasons, and what can we learn from it? Um, multiple reasons. One. i would always value competition a lot um as we know you know two fixtures on the last day very very important fixtures goa versus hyderabad for the top four race and then you have your mumbai city versus atkmb for the title and in that sense you know i really find uh, it it feels more like a league you know i feel that um last year instead there was a very stark difference in quality goa had you know won the shield i think 3 4 games before the league, uh, league stage commenced uh, concluded and this time it was way more exciting because we were seeing you know even a team like mumbai or atkmb they were losing against some unexpected opponents mumbai lost twice against jamshedpur some uh, sorry lost once and drew once against jamshedpur so in that sense it's 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 a bit more exciting and um, yeah again the logistics of it probably was easier for the clubs you don't have to travel as much um, you're all like in in one place um you don't have to have that fatigue of traveling to another city over the span of 3 days coming back this and that so i think um it was more based on you could put more efforts on the pitch instead of putting them into you know planning your flights and booking and whatnot so uh, playing wise i think this this league was good we saw like some good quality play as well uh, a good crop of foreign players also came in and yeah Well, Akash, what about you? The, on the production front, things look better this time round. Yeah, Shlok has echoed my thoughts, um, literally. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, on the production front, they they had such quality control. I'm telling you, this was a dream season for Star Sports, irrespective of whatever they they. First of all, one. First of all, let, let's be clear: they don't give a shit about the fans. Fans are just props. Fans are just props in the background of broadcast. I'm sorry, but. This this season worked really well for them. Yeah, the, the fans were literally as props on the side of the goal. 
but uh, also also funnily enough if you wanted to be on that screen solo wherever they logged in there used to be a thing that you have to dance or celebrate and if you celebrate or dance well enough then you would be a solo uh, person on that screen instead of seven panel <laughs> i mean this is this is sort of the hilarious backdrop of all that but uh, yeah in terms of quality control everything was well well controlled i mean uh, uh the grounds were great quality because because you had only these many grounds to maintain and it was centrally the league can control those rather than every every uh, club 11 different clubs controlling their 11 different grounds so there was such such good quality control for a league that is anyway a control freak in terms of quality and broadcast was broadcast was exceptional as well i really enjoyed it even even with paul maysfield in it but it was i think uh, Pradyum Reddy is really insightful. Elko Shetori was really insightful. Uh, even Darren good. came in and did really did uh, pretty well. Even in, Phil Ishwam, Brown, yeah, Phil Phil Brown Phil Phil Brown is a very very pleasant character on the screen. Yeah. So it's really enjoyable to see him, uh, to to hear him out, right? Uh, and uh, even Ishwag did fairly well. He's he's fairly confident. Uh, I like I like his level of confidence, and he does get his points across. even if it sometimes looks right. a little funny but it's it's a it's a it, it, he does it he does it well he, he speaks with confidence and somebody with somebody who knows he has enough knowledge of the game and he's he's played for years and he's he's he knows indian football inside out mm-hmm. so i think the coverage right. coverage was really well and um, obviously my heart also goes out to neha who's who's fantastic in the on the coverage but that's a side note but uh, ah. uh Yeah, just in terms of quality control, this is not this. This was a dream season for Star. So I keep explaining, I sort of I keep pointing this out to people. This from a, from a broadcaster's point of view, they, they couldn't have like a cent played a ga- games played at a central venue. And frankly, another unpopular opinion: people keep on tweeting football is nothing without fans, etc. I mean, your last one one year has shown that football can football can live without fans in the stadium. Uh, okay. It's been quite the opposite for one year, to be honest. football has gone around in its merry ways and you've almost uh, adapted to this you right now if you look at clips from uh, two years ago and you look at fans you i'm only looking at fans in in just awe that oh okay this used to happen there, because when there was museum there, there was a time when fans used to flock the streets ah there, there there was a time where uh, fans used to be there but just just like uh, Like in a in a Guwahati uh, and uh, the league cannot control the the number of fans that show up and the athletic track is there and and you know that atmosphere is very different. Mm. even even Mumbai the atmosphere is actually very different from what the what the sound uh, the the fake noise and everything that was added by Star Sports which was exceptional because you could you could feel it when you change the channel right in the middle of the game when you came to that game and you joined the game in the middle right I usually join it two three minutes into after kick off. and you could feel ekdam se you you would feel sudden burst of this noise so you would mm-hmm. realize then how much noise is being added although that once once you start watching the game that becomes neutralized because you get used to the sound right. clear but actually there was so much noise and atmosphere and it, it plays a huge role and i and and being a cynical person i am i am 100% sure they're going to add a bit of fake noise even when the league is regular, regularly run even with fans they're eventually going to add something there was this there was this case uh, in uk by the way i remember couple of couple of fans i, I remember reading tweets long back years ago at manchester city stadium i think city of manchester stadium or etihad stadium i don't know which was that which was it then but the, there's a tenoy system right where you where the i think that's how you pronounce it so the stadium speakers essentially so they they started one of these grounds they started playing the crowd noise from that the chants 
and there was there, there was outrage because that was essentially fake noise because the crowd wasn't making enough noise so that, that that happened in actual grounds where the 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 spectators were there so i have a feeling that they're going to continue this maybe across the world they might just continue in certain leaks because because broadcast is a spectacle right it can be completely detached from uh, the reality experience. so i think so that so that's that's my yes. that's shlok has already answered the travel bit i think it's right. as i mean it's going to be a case study whether the travel uh, is exhausting or was the bubble more exhausting uh, i am not a player so this will have to be asked to a player later maybe at the end of next season we'll have a look well we can wait for it. right now let's just move on with the next question coming to sandeep next one it comes from uh, the rebel a uh, handle that goes by the name the rebel uh, the question is can, will we be seeing an additional team in the isl next season i am not sure there is a chance of course okay. but uh, i at this moment in time can't really see because the one big name that was being uh, touted was uh, chennai city and the conversation i had with rohit ramesh it doesn't seem very likely but then then again it's neither here or there all these things sometimes do happen right maybe maybe crown uh, glass punjab or maybe uh, ahmedabad fc which i think is very uh, there is a good chance of that happening because evidently they want to make that into a sporting hub of sorts hmm. so yeah maybe but i don't i honestly don't see it because it seems like they have enough teams to hold off for another year right hmm. uh, Maybe after that we'll see once uh, the supposedly if the relegation happens, then, yeah. well, sorry, promotion happens. Well, that answers that question. Akash, coming to you with the next one. This comes from a handle named Drury Fire. The question is: Were QPR, Queen Queen's Park Rangers, really close on getting an entry into the I League? Oh, I suppose this was long back. I guess somewhere in the mid two thousand tens. Someone's going through the history books. That's the reason the question. Ah, history books are in Google. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think I think it was a QPR owner is the Air Asia owner. So mm-hmm. he was looking to invest. Uh, I don't really know the reality. I don't think anybody on the squad knows behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But but uh, what we what we know is that everything in Indian football is controlled by one entity, right? So right. who knows who knows what was blocked and what wasn't it? This was two thousand thirteen. and isl was kicking off in 2014 uh, very similarly uh, uh, a mumbai club wasn't allowed in the i league for some reason yeah. just just before the city football group sort of yep. took over in mumbai city so they didn't the ronny screw wala team right ronny screw wala team they probably did not want another another mumbai club to entice yeah, the yumumba wala team right they said same thing happened even for the this year when they called I league clubs, you know the what is what is the back entry? Yeah, those are rules that if there is an ISP from that city, you can't apply. Okay. So that ah, essentially. Ah, so, so the same case with FC Bangalore United as well. They can't really yeah, play yeah, from exactly. the I league in the in in Bangalore, and that's why that's why my sort of uh, problem is with the BFC as well. But I think they can qualify through the second division when they play up, but they couldn't directly get into the I league. Which they couldn't bid out. That is the answer. Ah, they couldn't bid. They couldn't bid. Anyway, the bidding is a joke. Anyway, so bidding is yeah, yeah. is rigged. Anyway, so. 
Uh, you're breaking the fourth wall. You're bidding for it. They opened. <laughs> ISL opened the window to bid for just enough time for East Bengal to bid, and somebody else in between bid for it, but they were never going to get in there. Nani, George, not not just from the tender point of view. Both that that was obviously very clear when when uh, yeah, exactly. uh, what was what was that back in two thousand seventeen when when then mm. Jamshedpur joined in and uh, Bengaluru FC joined in another club. Like like even even when they wanted to entice East Bengal and Mohan Bagan, they opened that specifically from Siliguri and uh, one more mm. team near Calcutta because you couldn't have the team from Calcutta because ATK was already there. So the, even even so even those cities were opened specifically because you knew somebody else will sort of <laughs> apply from those cities. But even for for I League, for I League, even after bidding, like it's 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 rigged. It's, it's the promises are already made to enter new clubs. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a waste of money. The, the so can I? So tell me this. So next year, both uh, provided uh, it's a home and away uh, league. Both the clubs will play from uh, Kolkata only. Yeah, in this case, I think they no. So, so technically, they might they might play in the same stadium, but technically, East Bengal will uh, be registered from elsewhere. I I suppose that's the that's the deal. Uh, but yeah, that's a, it's a quite interesting question. Uh, but eventually, the Calcutta derby will happen at the Salt Lake, so they're going to have <laughs> both legs. Both legs will have to be there, so they're going to break break that deal anyway. So, I don't think I don't think now 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 because ATK is already merged with Mohan Bagan, it's not going to matter for Mohan Bagan and East Bengal. It has never mattered with the same from the same city. So it's not going to matter. It's not known. It's no longer a sort of a debate there. It, it's no longer a point of contention. The chuma joke of a deal is. Sorry, what? The chuma joke of a rule. Yeah, it's a, it's a joke of a rule, but it's it's again uh, everything. It's to protect their uh, uh, investment. Protect their investment. Yeah, ATK. If all the other two teams had come when the ATK was there, nobody would watch the ATK game. Right? Like the whole of Kolkata was practically divided by these two teams and Mohammedan Sporting as well to some extent. So yeah, that this is just protecting investment. So everything is everything is about protection, right? Even the even the close system, the promotion relegation, it's about investment protection. So. Right. Ah, but the joke of rules of hey, that's that's so fine. Yeah, okay. Again, what, what to do? It's been ten years now. Oh. <laughs> well, with that, we come to the last question of this episode, and Sandeep, you have the honors of answering this question because this is particularly addressed to you. Are you planning on talking to someone from the referee side to get uh, their side of the story in that whole saga of Indian referees not being good or up to the standard? Are you planning? No. Uh... <laughs> No, because the referees are not allowed to talk. Okay. So world over, you will never see a referee uh, come and give interviews and things. And because they're gen- yeah, they're generally not allowed. But having said that, I've spoken to ex-referees. The general consensus is that one, these referees are uh, not paid enough. Two, the referees at the lower level don't have enough consistent games to improve. Three. uh referee education and player education both needs to improve because the referees have to deal with situation they have to learn how to deal with certain situation and players have to learn how to deal with a certain uh, situation in reverse also or how not to react to certain situation right so all these kind of things have to be taught like this is the thing right uh, i am working on a story on indian football coaches 
we talk about everything right we talk about oh indian football is improving uh, we have our players we are uh, just inside or just outside top 100 depending on what day of the week it is you know all these kind of things uh, we keep talking about and uh, saying that oh and world cup in 10 years 8 years olympics in 20 years all this nonsense he keeps saying but if you don't improve everything it doesn't work the ecosystem has to improve you can have the best players but if the referees and coaches are poor what are you going to do or if the coaches are good but you're not going to give them a chance and what are you going to do and then why like slok is a d license coach now so assuming that he wants to uh, continue in that uh, path if khalid doesn't get the northeast united fc job and if for the next 5 6 years you don't see an indian coach and uh, not come like get a proper job like khalid khalid is a coach man he was not an interim coach you can't have an interim coach and have the entire season uh, half the season coached by an interim coach that's not yeah. how interim coach works only rafa benitez was an interim coach in chelsea because chelsea people hated him <laughs> but everybody everywhere else they are the coach they are the coach now till the end of the season yeah so, yeah so i want to ask you slok like if do you see there is a future in indian football if the, the referees i league teams don't give chances properly to a lot of the foreign you know indian referees i try not to to keep my sanity i try not to think about it so yeah because it's a difficult situation to fall back on this pod <laughs> yeah. yeah no i mean no i'll be quite honest right now um i'm not banking on indian football for the future at all like my plan is to bounce and go abroad if i can because i have no idea how things are going to go here like as we've discussed for so long maybe it could improve but there's also a possibility of sponsors just bailing out and then you know teams dropping like flies so and given how obsessed almost every team is with foreign recruitment it's it's just like a hopeless situation i don't want to go and be like a translator for someone right so realistically speaking it's it's a gamble and i can't afford to like take it take that thing as a career over here at least so And that's what it is. Heard it from a coach's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a shame, Shlok. Uh, This is your motherland. You should contribute to India. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is the cutter patriotism that you are all telling about. What, what is what is wrong with you? Where is the sacrifice for the nation? Where is your patriotism? As, as, as Kunal Kamra would tell you that Siachen me jawan, wahan pe ladke wah leave the country. <laughs> What is this year's? Uh, okay, okay, I'll be. That's for me. But but sort of I understand from where he's coming from. But uh, funny thing is, I always feel that uh, so when when I see people like Shlok, like I wish I wish Shlok was sort of sometimes sometimes Shlok will also get get the get the feeling. Oh, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm just ten years ten years uh, too early for this. Yeah, like yeah. I was ten years younger, and ten years down the line, things might have been looking upwards for me. but i'm probably born a little early so so this this is a feeling uh, uh, people will get because you like it's at the like indian football is slightly growing it's at, it's at the cusp of where everybody is now pushing from a fifa and an afc are pushing their weight behind this to get this market going and eventually uh, maybe then slokes next generation will have far more opportunities than maybe I mean, as you said it's again it's a very top down thing right for indian football so it's always about like make the top league very glamorous but for someone who is an indian and wants to start coaching you have to come from niche so yeah yeah so a lot of lot of these coaches the overall thing has to improve yeah. uh, so, so a lot of these coaches um, i i mean uh, like that forza academy in um, 
in uh, mumbai ajay ajay the humans of indian football he just started it and he, he enjoys it and he does he coaches kids and other players and everything i mean it's it's still it's still a more of an interest based thing and more of a gamble rather than a very professional path Uh, yeah exactly which is why a lot of people are saying yeah how the interest is like we've also discussed in the podcast before that oh the kids will now grow up with an ambition of playing uh, football because you can see opportunities but right now if a friend of mine asked me ki uh, you know uh, i want my newborn kid to start, sort of start playing football because i can see i want him to play football like i can't i can't i'm sorry he's he's talking to the wrong person because i can't uh, <laughs> i can't tell him that actually you go for football over engineering or something else dil pe haath rakhkar nahi bol sakte ho ye ha but absolutely absolutely because there, there is it's still such a short where are the where are the nahi matlab hmm. the thing is yahan pe academies can make money because you know people like when their children they'll play they'll parents will want their children to play explore etc but then it's when you're growing up then there's a huge dropout rate between 15 to 17 so mm-hmm. like yeah there's there's always that thing you know like start running an academy make money live life properly but then again for me that's not coaching exactly so hmm. you know and 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 tell me uh, isl uh, had already sort of put in that rule right they're allowing allowing indian coaches with afc pro license that's why jamil is in the run yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and there is that there are quite what, a few of them sorry sorry just to tell you that there is absolutely i mean I'm, i i can put my neck out and say that jamil is going to be the coach of northeast united fc there is no way a club who can who a club who requires a lot of right now requires a lot of uh, good pr and a goodwill and also wants to do a lot of cost cutting i mean jamil is a dream manager an indian manager who is not going to be paid as much as a uh, as a foreigner matlab it's a, it's a it's a match made in heaven so i i can't see any scenario unless jamil says no and i don't want to coach for northeast or somebody else steals him uh, oh i think he he already has he said all the right things so far yeah, to yeah. make sure that he gets the job and obviously the performance was there to see i just wish uh, like we didn't have to hear all these nonsense like there are so many teams i mean let's face it like would the indian coach have made a significant uh, difference to what robbie fowler achieved this year with east bengal honestly mm-hmm. even with whatever recruitment he must have it, it, i don't think there would be much of a difference and not to say uh, anything bad about what is happening in east bengal i'm just saying generally in that giving one or two a chance like look it's not like they're not educated also someone like richard wood who's doing very well with yeah. uh, cbu right now He is a UEFA pro license guy. He has gone to Croatia. He started with Jose Mourinho to learn and study. So he's a well-traveled, well-educated, speaks well. He runs sessions very well. He commands that respect. All these kind of things. And the other ones also, like uh, Derek Pereira, who has been there and done it all. And all these guys are well qualified. Jamil has shown with multiple teams. And uh, I have... somewhere i won a list of the number of times an indian coach has won the league and uh, and number of times a foreign coach has won the league and the indians are ahead although uh, in the i league i would i'm not taking the nfl era because a lot more i mean almost all of them were i think uh, indian coaches only at that time foreign coaches later on came when ben sharifa came ashley westwood came even when ashley was winning sanjay sen was also winning sanjay sen does sits as a assistant to babas right Yeah, yeah so that's okay I mean if there are whenever i spoke to these coaches indian coaches they were like i don't mind going and sitting under them if it's a learning tree 
yeah i don't want to be there if i'm just going to be a translator or if i'm not going to get out of it like yan law would he said like i wouldn't say no to an isl offer as a assistant coach but i need to get something from it so the coach and my philosophy everything has to match only then i'm going like tangoy singh to was with lajang for 7 8 years now right. he is assisted uh, in i think northeast in kerala in hyderabad so uh, and he did really at some well point these guys have to get a chance sorry and he did really well as the head coach in the in the season isol took away yeah in the season isol took away all the headlines yeah. lajong finished fifth and uh, yeah i mean and, and their team really overachieved under on uh, saying yeah they almost cost i uh, i saw the title also in the last game very nearly dikta hit the post and things they wanted to in the final game yeah in the so, uh, ne- next season the cost the next season they actually did cost is being all the title mm-hmm. but yeah they seem to be part mm, yeah hmm. so these coaches are not without talent they just need opportunity so yeah but getting back I mean, to the referee thing yeah it's again the same the same way as the coach Uh, nothing's going to improve unless you actually sit there and focus on improving the referees and every day you can't keep and- sorry i just wanted to sorry i just wanted to interrupt here also it's also about the right opportunities i think uh, like i understand that isl will be well paid but but the drop off from isl to i league is so huge i think i uh, talking about referees no i'm talking about the coaches uh, i'm talking about the coaches here back back to that coaches topic sorry i was talking about the coaches and uh, uh, For example, I, I see Pradyum Reddy on broadcast, right? I don't think he will not have options in the I League or somewhere else. But broadcast would probably be a more lucrative thing for him to do right now, rather than rather than a, an I League job. I mean that that's what I feel. I don't really know. But there is there is just there has to be something concrete, right? Something something some a, a, a substantial a substantial enough offer for a coach to even even go ahead with clubs. it's it's just, just look please uh, concentrate on referring okay i'm sorry <laughs> i'm coaching when you become the mumbai city coach i'll come as the td from kerala blasters <laughs> <laughs> so the dreams of becoming a td of one of the isl teams one day this <laughs> dream comes yeah, true this is not Dude, i think sorry uh, if if indian football's roadmap uh, goes the way it does uh, kerala blasters may or may not be an indian super league club just fyi But Sandeep will surely be not bad. Okay. No, I mean it might just all this. I think I might be the only person who watched uh, who has nothing to do with Kerala Blasters who watched the Kerala Premier League match between FC Kerala and Kerala. <laughs> this is why you are going to be the TD man. Like just it's like Igor Sima is preparing for India national team interview. No, I just heard some stories about the Indian uh, the Kerala boys. and uh, how they play and things so i just wanted to know so i was watching that game because i had some time but yeah i learned nothing <laughs> other than arjun jairaj probably deserved a little more chance but yeah that's it well i think with that we come to the end of this episode guys it's been a long one a really long one but thanks a lot for staying with us throughout this episode and throughout the season where we brought you everything from ISL but we are not done yet because remember in the beginning i told you that the i league is still on and there are a few more matches a title still to be decided and might as well know that who ends up winning the title could be trau fc becoming the first team from <laughs> northeast united <laughs> first team from northeast first team from northeast united <laughs> 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 